Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here it is. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 12th of January as the Flyers coming off a 5-3 win over the Washington Capitals. Flyers have now gone 6-1 over their last seven games. Over that stretch, 29 goals for, 17 goals against, and uh, it's, you know, we did the list of the five things, five reasons why the Flyers are having better success of late. One of the big reasons was obviously quality of competition, uh, but they've stepped up in class and stepped up in class of competition. You know, Washington comes into that game last night with a record of 12-3-3 since December 1st and a seven-game win streak. And the Flyers go out there and they take care of business against Washington. They get a 5-3 win coming off the win over Toronto. Yeah, there was Arizona. Yeah, there was Anaheim and San Jose, Los Angeles. The Kings, pretty good team. But right now, uh, a lot of confidence with the group and uh, not only putting themselves in positions to win games, but not having those gaffes that kind of pull uh, defeat from the jaws of victory, and they're finding ways to close out games as well. They didn't like giving up the two goals in the third period to get Washington back within a goal before the Flyers got the empty netter and Travis Konecny's hat trick, but they found a way to get it done. They found a way to get a win. Multi-point performance yet again from Travis Konecny. I mean, I don't know how many times you say I think it's his 15th multi-point game of the season. He's got the three goals, the hat trick. He's got an even strength goal. He gets yet another shorthanded goal, and you're going to hear Torts talk about that particular play and the three players that had a very important read to make that shorthanded goal happen in that rush opportunity on the two-on-one with Scott Lawton. So TK picks up the hat trick. Owen Tippett gets a goal and an assist in the game. I thought he was excellent in the game. Scott Lawton, uh, another great game from uh, Sarge as well, a goal and two assists. You'll hear from him in just a moment. But all said and done, a 5-3 victory for the Flyers. Lawton opened up the scoring on the power play. Uh, You'll hear him talk about that as well. Never played power play in the NHL. Going back to his days in junior and playing for Oshawa. But he picks up the power play goal. D'Angelo and Tippett pick up the assist. Garnet Hathaway then scored uh, late in the period, 19.06. So they give up a goal in the final minute. You hate to do that. Ties the game at one. But they answer just 21 seconds later. TK picks up his first goal of the game. Great feed from down below the goal line behind the net from Joel Farabee. Connecting is actually surrounded by three Caps players. But none of them are tying up his hands or his stick for some reason unbeknownst to me. So Flyers go into the break up 2-1. to one, Then uh, no goals in the second period. Tight hockey game. 5-31 into the third period. It's Owen Tippett. What a shot that was. Wow. Right-hand shot down the right side and just absolutely fools Darcy Kemper. And uh, James Van Riemsdyk picks up the assist, puts the Flyers up 3-1. to one. Then the shorthanded goal uh, by Travis Konechny at 7-28 puts him up 4-1. to one. Then Marcus Johansson scored on a brown, uh, turnover by Ivan Provorov. TJ Oshie scored, and it's a 4-3 game. Oh, no. 14-42. Five minutes and change left. But at 19-47, into the empty net. Goes Travis Konechny, picks up the hat-trick, his 24th goal of the season. Scott Lawton picks up the assist, 5-3 final between the Flyers and the Washington Capitals. They'll be back at it coming up on Saturday, home and home. They'll head to D.C. and take on the Caps Saturday night. I had a chance after the game to catch up with uh, Flyers forward Scott Lawton, and here is that conversation. Scott Lawton joining us here post-game. Sarge, talk about the vibe around your team right now. I mean... You guys have won now six to seven, and to use the line from Shawshank Redemption, Andy Dufresne had to crawl through 500 yards of shit to get to this point, and you guys did as well. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's been a good stretch for us since uh, Christmas break. Uh, I think we're playing with the puck a lot more in the offensive zone, and uh, I think that helps. We're making some plays, coming together here, and uh, lines are rolling. So uh, I don't want to give up uh, those two in the third there, but uh, we close out the game, we find a way, and guys are battling. So uh, excited to go on the road here and uh, try and continue this uh, this play. A lot of the players have mentioned, and for the coaching staff mentioned as well, a change in the neutral zone seems to have changed a lot for you guys. What's the biggest difference? Yeah, I think we're moving our feet more. We're uh, we're going after their defensemen. Our D are pressing up, and uh, it's uh, it's tough to play against. I think, and um, we're we're less in between of plays and and uh, making it harder on them to to get the puck through the neutral zone. So uh, that's a good team over there that makes plays through the neutral zone. I thought we did a good job coming through the middle couple plays uh, you'd like to have back but uh, at the end of the day uh, two points is two points and uh, we got to keep rolling you got a, a goal and two assists in this game three points Travis connecting with a hat trick as well first of all your production on the power play um, it's been something that you've been missing from your career it's got to feel pretty good yeah, didn't play on the power play. It's hard to uh, hard to produce, hard to produce when you're not out there. Hard to produce, uh, but uh, no, I've been lucky enough to get an opportunity here, and uh, I'm just trying to roll with it. Um, kind of tried to walk there and uh, bring back the Oshawa days of uh, playing the point there. So I uh, got to continue to to play the right way and and uh, make some plays and and uh, make the most of my opportunity and try and stick around uh, on the power play because it's always nice getting those puck touches. Well, you and TK are out there on the PK. You're thinking offense, especially when you. You guys get in on the rush and boy the confidence between the two of you on the pk has got to be sky high yeah Provi did a great job of pressing up there in the defensive zone uh shot it off me i actually was lucky enough to to bounce right in my feet uh made a, a little slip pass to tk and he did the rest so uh i love penalty killing with him he's got a lot of energy and uh, he's a really smart player so we got to continue that last thing for you how's this feel right now yeah, it feels good. I think uh, we got to continue to go here. We uh, put ourselves behind the eight ball here, and um, I don't think you can ever get too high or too low in this league. It's uh, it's a tough league to win in, and, and uh, we got to enjoy it for tonight and uh, get back at it tomorrow. Sarge, great job tonight. Thanks Thank for doing you. this. Thanks. Scott Lawton joining us uh, right off the ice after the win, and Lawton's locked in, deadly serious in that conversation. A lot of times after a game, after a win, I can get Lawton a little loose, but... Uh, Not on this occasion. He is locked in right now, and the team is locked in as well. And we thank him for joining us. And before we get to Torts here and his post-game availability, uh, I have a bunch of Twitter questions. Um, I'm going to probably get to most of these tomorrow. Uh, But Michael Sable sent me this tweet, Michael Sable 14, and he said, At Jason Mert, is Torts too critical of TK? The guy just had a hat trick. I I don't blow his head up, but jeesh. The guy is going to make mistakes. I'm one for tough love, but give the guy some credit. And I tweeted Michael back, and I said, you've got to watch the entire press conference. Because Torts, at multiple occasions in this press conference, is incredibly complimentary of Travis Konechny. And the part he's talking about is Torts says something to the effect that TK makes a lot of mistakes. Now, I think Michael is taking that quote, and that quote only, but not what surrounded it. What he's saying is, yeah, TK makes some mistakes on the ice, but he doesn't let it bother him and prevent him from being aggressive. TK just keeps going at it and working hard and playing through it. And Hockey is full of mistakes. There's mistakes all the time, all over the ice. And that's part of the game. And he was actually being complimentary of Travis Konechny, not being critical 
TK does make mistakes. He is a player that's got risk in his game. He's not being hard on the guy. Listen to the entire press conference, Michael. Here it is, John Tortorella after John, the game. John, do you think Travis's goal in the first period, right after they scored, that sort of set the tone because you got to go into the intermission feeling good about yourselves, came out with a real strong start in the second period? Yeah, it was an important goal. Um, you know, my thinking is we just want to get out of there without getting scored on. I, I think it's a play that needs to be stopped. We don't, um, but we answer right away. So you end up leaving the period with a lead anyway. So. A lot of important situations throughout the game. That was one of them early. Yeah, we've talked about Connecty's game. Obviously, does not really sell a lot this season? Does it just seem like he's on another level right now during the streak? I just think he's playing. He's he, he's a reactionary type player, and um, I, I I've only seen him play from afar, other than this year, uh, before this year. Um, he just plays. The puck finds him. He, he plays in the areas. Uh, uh, everything about his game is effort, and I think he's getting rewarded. John, you, you've admitted coming into this job that you didn't know that much about a lot of the guys on the team, but Konecki's mm-hmm. one of those guys where even just from the outside, I'm sure you, 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 sit, you saw him play, you paid attention to him to a degree. Did you think that he had this kind of scoring upside when you took this job? Well, I, I, you know, I, I didn't. I, I, I really didn't have many thoughts on anybody. Uh, but you could see right away, I saw the type of shape he was in in camp. Um, and he's, he, I've watched him from afar. He's a pretty good player. Uh, I, I think what he's done here, and uh, he, he's done a little extra work. I think Danny Briere had a little bit to do with him also uh, in talking to Danny. Uh, they, they sat down quite a bit as far as playing on the inside. He was on the outside a lot, and his stats weren't there where he wanted them to be. I, I think he put the time in. Uh, I, I think Danny as a player, ex-player, helped him and showed him some stuff. Uh, but the most important thing, he puts a uniform on and he's got to run with it. Uh, I think he's done a really good job. You talked about the importance of um, the morale boosters and the ways you can see the difference just like in their body language. How big was it to just get this first hat trick for the team and to have that type of fun? Yeah, I don't think anybody, you know, I think he wants to pass the puck to lots. Lots just stop skating, but uh, um, I don't think anybody's really thinking about the, uh, the, the hat trick. I, I think they're, they're like I say, they're able to listen to the radio again. And I, I was talking to you guys, and you could hear them out in the rink uh, during the pregame skate. They, uh, it's a noisy group. Uh, when it's a noisy group, they feel good about themselves, and they should. You know, all the the browbeating and the the negative uh, vibe, uh, and and quite honestly, rightfully so, uh, it can wear you down. I, I think when you're on a, a little bit of a run, you should feel you, you got to find ways to feel good about yourself, and uh, they they deserve it. Fine line now, feel good, but make sure you stay not too far away from that line as far as what you're doing to get some results and. Uh, hopefully we can stay about it here. You about building an identity, uh, and you've always had that thought in your mind of what you can be. What you guys did in the first two periods, not much, a little bit there in the third period, is that the kind of identity that you're hoping they can play to on a nightly basis? Yeah, I, I, I still think we're, uh, um, yeah, we, we still have things to do. You know, it, it, it to, when you, when you, have your t- when you can call your team this, whatever that identity is, whatever word you want to use, 
that it needs to be consistent. And consistent is in two weeks. Uh, consistent, quite honestly, is in regular season. Consistent is when you get to playoffs and you're doing it there. So, um, listen, I, I'm, I'm happy with some of the progression of the players. I think they're feeling really good offensively. I, I think they're allowing themselves to play offensively. Uh, we've lost a little stiffness defensively. I think we need to improve on. But they should, as I said, as each, each day goes by here and they, and they get some results in this little pocket, um, uh, hopefully they can rely on it when we get into a little bit of a jam. But you're not getting me to talk about who we are yet because we just haven't done it long enough. John, on the penalty kill, it's, it's obvious with the chemistry when you're on an offensive rush on a penalty kill, but does that start in the defensive zone and having chemistry and trust? It, it's a great read by Lotz because the, the player's on his backhand at the blue line. When it's rimmed around the boards, player's on his backhand. That is a go to go. Uh, Shazi shows it all the time on the tape. He goes, and once, once he goes, everybody else goes. Provy makes a great read on the wall. Lotz pinches the guy off. It comes down the wall. Pro Provy gets the puck, and there we go on a two-on-one. Um, you know, they, they, they just, lots of them seem to have some chemistry, but they end up scoring the goal, but it starts really with that defensive read and, and, and everybody moving together. You talk about those reads, They're, the team seems like it's really, it anticipates well when they're confident. Do you think that that's kind of a, every a athlete, or? every athlete does when, yeah. when things are, uh, when you're getting some puck luck and you're. Uh, you're getting some success, uh, especially the offensive guys. It just seems to come easier to you. Um, yeah, so hopefully, you know, the, the, the key part of the National Hockey League is ride the wave as long as you can in momentum as far as how we're playing. Um, there's there's going uh, to be a time where we're getting kicked again, and uh, we're going to try to stay away from it as long as we can, but when we do, how quickly you get out of that. That's the key in, in trying to get where you want to be after a regular season is how, how long you can keep the momentum on your side and when you lose it, how quickly you can get it back. We'll see what happens. Going back to, uh, to what you said a few minutes ago about it being a fine line of riding this high and not falling off of it, no one's expecting Travis Konecki to keep scoring you know, two points a night like he's been the last 10 games. But based on what you've seen, do you think he can keep this up the rest of the year? Yeah, I, I, I think that he has a strong belief that um, he, he, he can make it happen. And there's some people that are helping him, too. You know, there, there's some people that are helping him. But no, I, I think he's full of confidence. I, uh, the thing about TK, he screws up a lot, but it, it doesn't bother him. He, he just goes out and, and, and takes his next shift. And um, that's a huge attribute for a player. And um, like we, we took, the, uh, we took the, uh, the video, what do you call him, on the bench? I I'm just lost my train. We took him off the bench. We don't have him on the bench anymore because I just want them worrying about the next shift. And I think it's a major problem with us understanding momentums of the game. You can't understand momentums of a game if you're looking at the iPad all the time. It, it, so we took them off. We're not even going to use them. So they watch the game and see what's next. TK does that uh, within his game all the time. It, he, and he's one of the ones that looks at that damn thing all the time. So um, I just think he's got the proper mindset that he's not afraid to make a mistake. Like he makes a goofy play at the end of the power play, slapping the puck back to the blue line. Uh, we're up by a goal. They're going to go for a shorty. And he one touches a puck and it blows up on him. And, it, it, and it's almost a clearing pass. And, um, it's the last thing we want done there. 
But I have to admit, I, he's not afraid to do that stuff. And I, I think that's the proper mindset. We, we need to curb him and teach him about situations, but I don't want him to lose that mindset. We talked about Tip between the second and third period. He should have had three before the third period. And you can see he's just about to bust out. Uh, and not just the offensive part. He's been, he, he's been more consistently a power forward, uh, winning puck battles, carrying the puck along the boards, getting pucks in when he needs to, chasing them down, uh, all the little things you do uh, as a strength of a power forward. Uh, he makes a great play in the goal. He, he, he changes the angle so he can get that shot through the guy's legs. And that, that's a tough play for a goalie. You have a shot come at that angle, how quickly you get it off. Uh, he, you know, the, the goal scoring, I think, is going to be there. The other parts of the game is what I like. I, I, I've always felt that Tip has to identify himself as a power guy, not just a shooter. And I think some of the most of the attributes of his game is power. That's very important. Flyers head coach John Tortorella addressing the media after the game. I love the breakdown that Torts gave of the shorthanded goal. Because the first read there is on the rim when the player from the Washington Capitals is on his backhand. When he's on his backhand, he's got his back to the play, and all of a sudden you see that. That is a weakness. That's a weakened position that the player is in along the boards. There's so much less he can do because he's on his backhand, and that's the, the opportunity right there to force the play. And when you're aggressive on the PK, not passive. See, if you have a passive approach, you just sit back and go, okay, that player's got it on his backhand. He's going to transition to forehand. They're going to set up. They're going to move it around, and we're going to try and get sticks and lanes. We're going to try and make a save, block a shot, blah, blah, blah. But if you're aggressive, as soon as you notice that player along the wall is on his backhand, you attack him, and you take the play to him. You force the turnover. They force the turnover. Provy gets it up to Scott Lawton. Lawton goes in on the two-on-one with Travis Konechny, who buries it, and you get a shorthanded goal. I mean, that's the fourth goal that they scored in the game. That's the game-winning goal, all because of an aggressive mindset on the PK as opposed to a passive one. And that's a huge difference. And obviously, you got two players in Konechny and uh, Scott Lawton who have developed some sort of chemistry here on the PK where it's not just about killing the penalty, but if we get an opportunity, if we see an opportunity to attack like that situation where a player's on his backhand on the wall, we're going to do it. And we're going to try and get some offense out of it as well. It's been a huge thing. The Flyers, I don't know the last time this happened or the last time the Flyers at you know, a midway point of a season, we're leading the NHL in shorthanded goals. It's got to be probably 2010. Even if then, I don't know. They've got eight shorthanded goals on the season. That leads the league. The Vegas Golden Knights have seven. The Minnesota Wild have six. Bunch of teams have five. Flyers have eight shorthanded goals. I can't remember the last time that happened. It's got to be the last really good offensive penalty kill tandem was probably Mike Richards and Simone Gagne back in 2010, 2009-10 season. That's the last time I can remember. All right, that's going to put a wrap on this episode. We're going to get to all the Twitter questions in tomorrow's episode. Um, so if you sent in a question, I really appreciate it, at Jason Murd on Twitter. Got some DMs as well, which we'll get to. There'll be a lot of content coming up. Flyers will be back at it on Saturday against Washington, then Monday an afternoon game in Boston at TD Garden for Martin Luther King Day. So everybody, thanks for listening. Enjoy your Thursday. 
Flyers winners six out of their last seven. We'll be back tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Tale. I've been down this road once or twice before. Through the open door, I can fall in through it. There's a signpost up ahead.